My Journey with Cancer. I've discovered a golden truth that from the start I was in your heart. A revelation that changed my world that from round one I am God's son. To be sure, in my mind, just who I am brings such peace, such joy. In my heart, in my soul, this means everything. I'm a man on a mission, I'm God's envoy. For now I cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. Hello, my name is John Cheek and this is a very special moment for me. Today we are live from the studios here in Rock Ferry in Birkenhead and John, welcome back to Flame Radio. Well, thank you John for having me. It's so good to be back here with all my friends at Flame. And John, let's cut to the chase from I think either late 2018 or early 2019. The radio series My Journey with Cancer began on Flame Radio. It's been broadcast every week since then. It's also been repeated regularly at different times in the Flame Radio schedule. My Journey with Cancer. What has this radio programme meant to you, John? Ooh, um, that's a hard question. For me, being able to express how I feel and what is happening inside me, not just in terms of physically changing, but emotionally changing and then spiritually changing, it's been as good as medicine. A year ago, if you had said to me, you will be in this position in a year's time and feel like this, I would not have believed that I could feel the way I feel now. And that is because of what God has been able to do through the release of telling my story, of hopefully reaching out and touching the lives of others, to which we have some evidence of people who have contacted me and said, yeah. this helped me yeah. with this or that. Only last week I was able to contact a friend who had been taken into hospital in the early hours with retention and uh, talk him through some other practicalities and problems that he would be facing. And, you know, he was able to say, well, that has been so much help just to have you phone me and just to give me that advice. It means that I'm not looking into this big black hole. I know what's coming next. I know what to expect. And that was a help to him. Sorry about the voice, this is part of the uh, condition. That's all um, right. <coughs> part of me, uh, my windpipe and my esophagus are all paralysed because of where one of the tumours grew. So, because of this condition, I am able, if you like, to reach out to others and say something very unique, which is, I understand. Because I do. 
And I think right from the start of the radio series, My Journey with Cancer, we realised that there was so much scope for basically having a radio programme that could appeal, if that's the right word, to people with cancer and relatives and loved ones of people with cancer to let them know what it could be like, what they might have to expect, but also to know that they are not alone. That's right. And I think you have achieved that with this radio series. Certainly, uh, at times, with particular episodes of my journey with cancer, I remember myself, uh, one of the early episodes, it was basically about you waking up at three o'clock in the morning with so much on your mind, and yeah. I think you actually recorded how you felt that night, and we were able to use that recording yeah. as one of the programmes. Yes. I remember that episode in particular really gave me an idea, just a hint of what it must be like. Yeah, I think it was around about Christmas time last year and um, what people had never warned me about was all the drugs that you give them prior to chemotherapy you give them a whole batch of steroids which cut down the side effects of the chemotherapy so it makes it more tolerable all those drugs have a, another side effect it's called sleeplessness and so I found myself at I think it was 2am in the morning close to Christmas last year and the choices were continue rolling like a spinning top in bed or get up and have a cup of tea. So I went for the cup of tea option. And I just sat there in the in the half light with the Christmas tree lights on and I just looked around the room and saw all the uh, expressions of love and care in the form of cards and well wishes that people had sent. And it really touched me. The one thing you don't want to feel when you've got cancer is alone because it's the one place you are. Every cancer is unique. Every sufferer's journey is going to be unique. Mine has been, I think, particularly unique in the amount of pain that I've suffered early on rather than late on. About two years ago, I carried out the funeral of a friend. He asked me if I would do his funeral for him. And he died of prostate cancer and secondary prostate cancer in the lungs, which is exactly what I have. And the strangest thing of all was that for six months we visited my friend Mike in his nursing home uh, with the staff expecting him to die any second. And for six months he continued plodding on and plodding on. And never once in that six months did he have any painkillers. <laughs> really? So each journey is going to be completely different. Don't be afraid of it. Just find yourself friends who care. Well, as I think I've told you in the past, I sadly lost my mother to ovarian cancer yeah. quite a few years ago now. But I do remember all the cards of condolence, all the people who rung up, all the people who sent emails then, because we, we had emails by then. Every single one of those <laughs> messages mattered. Mm. Every single one really meant something at the time. Yeah. At the moment of greatest need, just the slightest comment from a well-wisher, you know, just sharing their sympathy, their yeah. condolences, meant something. And I've never forgotten it. Yes, it does. The simplest word. In Western society, one of the things that we do when anyone is faced with a serious illness is we withdraw from them. Because we all know they wouldn't want to talk about it. They wouldn't want you to say anything about it. We withdraw from them and we leave them in isolation. 
So I go to church and people will say to me, how are you? And I know that they don't want me to tell them how my cancer is. They want me to tell them I'm fine. Because that's how people are. We find difficulty sharing this pain. But in actual fact, the people who do me most good are, and you know her, John, and Gosling, our pastoral leader at uh, yeah. Bentley Baptist yes. Church. Yes, yeah, I met her in Doncaster, yes. yeah. She is a breezy kind of person. And she breezed into church one morning, knowing that the night before I'd had a pretty hellish night. And she put her arm round my shoulder and she said, How are you this morning, John? Oh, what an idiot time. I've no need to ask you that. I know how you are. You feel terrible this morning. I'll go away and slap myself. And it was so nice just to have somebody be so normal about it. Refreshing yeah. adorable, yes. You know, and um, Anne and I have developed an honesty about it. If I don't feel good, I tell her, and she goes away and prays. And if I feel good, I tell her, and she goes away and says, thank you. As simple as that. And that means something to me. It lifts me. And one of the joys I have is actually sharing with people who are going through difficulties, maybe not cancer, maybe something else, maybe depression, maybe anxiety, maybe another kind of illness, and being able to share with them and say, this is how I felt, this is what got me through it, is that helping you? And just being someone that they can lean on. You know, because when you get cancer, you don't stop being a person. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And we might talk about some of those moments when yeah. you have been talking and sharing with <coughs> other people in a bad way. It's interesting that you mention about the people who say, how are you? I found in my experience, and this was going back, like I say, quite a few years ago now, but there were some people who actually said to me afterwards, I know how you feel. And I said, oh, have you lost a, a loved one through cancer? Oh, no, no. Well, then how can you say you know how I feel? You don't know how I feel. Only I know and only God knows mm. what it really feels like. Yeah. And, John, I don't know if in your experience you've had something similar, but in the Western world, in British society, don't we come out with a load of trite comments because yes. we have no other way of dealing with real life? Yes, yes. I won't mention the man's name. A gentleman came up to me on Sunday morning and this is what he said. How are you then? You look terrible. Me dad died of prostate cancer too. Well, I bet you felt a whole lot better after that conversation, John. Yes. <laughs> the only thing is, I do have a fairly thick hide on me, so I was able to get over that one. But for some people, that could have destroyed somebody. Yeah. I know the man, I know his problems, I know how some people have no idea what they're saying has an impact. It's just conversation. But actually no conversation is just a conversation. They all impact on the people around us. Of course they do. Of course they do. All of us, and I include myself here, all of us need to be so careful in what we say. I'm going to be very careful about what I say because I realise the slightest word could easily devastate you or devastate somebody else at the moment. John, with that in mind, we're going to take a break for some music. And in the series, the radio series, my journey with cancer we have been playing theme music the song true identity by rising hope now rising hope really was the moniker for the baptist minister andrew gardner who yeah. recorded this after he was diagnosed with terminal cancer and it probably is one of the most played songs on flame radio for the last two or three years it is the theme music to the series my journey with cancer i'm gonna play it now 
discovered a golden truth That from the start I was in your heart A revelation that changed my world That from round one I am God's son To be sure in my mind Just who I am brings such peace, such joy Everything. I'm a man on a mission. I'm God's envoy. For now, I know His word is true. been listening to my journey through cancer so i'd like to invite you to join me next week at the same place on the dial at the same time and walk a while with me and i personally trust it will be a long long series because i want to be around for a long time if you've found what you've heard today helpful if it's brought up issues in your life then why not phone in to the flame studios If you want to talk to me in particular, then Flame will pass your contact details on to me and I will be happy to talk to you as soon as I can. Jesus, this means everything to me In you I have my true identity Jesus, this means everything to me In you I have my true 